0: Then you wonder growing higher and higher to who, who are we if we don't embrace identity, sense of identity and uh, doing this through language. And that's Margaret Singana we are growing and uh, right now we move on to our I am an African and uh, we do this every Tuesdays uh, where we focus on uh, African identity and uh, who we are as African people and some of the challenges that we continue to face as a people and uh, the question we asking do we embrace our home languages and how long will it take for us to get to a place where we connect communities uh, to their sense of identity which is defined through language. Professor Sihau Ngubani is joining us as Head of African Languages at uh, the University of KwaZulu-Natal. I, I feel like saying Saobona instead of uh, Good Afternoon. Yeah, well, uh, this is one thing that I've never understood about African languages, where you're going to say I'm okay, but you have to start, it almost makes sense to start with I know I'm okay. <laughs> where does yes, that come so from? I have
1: noticed that. You start off <laughs> by saying no, it is a way of speaking by most Africans, it's because uh, they expect that people should uh, ask them their, of their well-being. So that's why I don't know, but why I don't know why they use this negative, mm. positive statement. And we, we've been discussing it with my, my students, and everyone laughs about it. <laughs> Even when people ask you how, are you say "kangan."
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Don't tell <laughs> people that
1: you. you <laughs> <laughs> and the reason being that if you tell people that you are well, then people may may, may be jealous of you and bewitch ah. de- de- you. <laughs> uh, and the course of speaking will always say in the in a perfect form that <laughs> I'm completely well, because I don't know whether they are not uh, scared of being bewitched to tell the world that they are perfectly well. But
0: now, nah, but the they will say, ah, they say I deeply believe it. I go wrong. Very interesting, Prof. Uh, let's talk about language.
1: Someone some, some ones you to say, ka.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> like no she's beautiful <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about language as an emblem for who we are as a people that's what forms communities uh, I mean, we've been talking about this for the longest time uh, what uh-huh. the importance thereof is
1: uh, languages are so important for human existence because when you grow up you grow up listening your mother tongue, from the time you are in your mother's womb, Mm -hmm. each time the mother speaks and talks in a a particular language, that message is, is conveyed to you whilst you cannot speak and you build up vocabulary that is why when a child is born there are few words that the child utters through that kind of experience because there is a bond between the mother Mm -hmm. and the the child so it, it becomes the first entry to communication so it's your first language and a point of identity because your mother is the first person you see, and it is the first person that you listen to. Mm. And now, when a child comes, the child will cry, and the mother will respond by saying, don't cry. In a, in a sense, by using that language, it builds up the language to the newly uh, born child. So it is very important that uh, the mother uh, transfers uh, the the feelings mm. through a language because this is what is important towards the Child
0: development so in the early development uh, you connect to mother tongue you connect to uh, your home language as a sense of identity and you go right. to formal school um, uh, quoting professor Yansens here saying uh, if if our children are to stand tall they must master the language used to exclude them is that a positive or a negative thing uh can you report,
1: uh, repeat what uh, prof Anthony said?
0: Prof said uh, open quote that if our children are to stand tall they must master the language used to exclude them close quote.
1: Yeah but uh, what i say he may be right but w- w- what we are saying is that the mother tongue is so important because it helps you to master other languages you you start mastering your own mother tongue in order to build a solid foundation for for learning other language which is not a problem for africans because mm-hmm. africans are multilingual we speak different languages that you must have a starting point yeah. and that starting point is your mother tongue because it would make you comfortable even before you you go to school before you go to school The caregivers, the community, your mother must use the language that you understand and Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable before you can learn a new language. Because when you go to school and you find that the medium of instruction is in a foreign language, it is going to be difficult if that language, you are not fluent in that language. Because what happens in the cognitive uh, process, you start thinking or conceiving a thought in your own mother tongue, and then you translate uh, that thought into a foreign language. Mm. So that's why the children who are taught in a second language experience difficulties because of that problem. But the first language speakers will not have a problem if their English, which is... uh, Commonly used as a medium of the media, most instruction
0: mm. is used in schools. And, and you know, one of the concerns that were raised by um, Professor Yansen is that uh, in- indigenous languages are poorly taught. What will it take for us to get to a place where we strengthen the teaching of uh, these languages outside the home?
1: Yes, I think we are getting there because we are training teachers uh, who teach in isiZulu or in East in all other indigenous languages at schools who are first language speakers of that language because uh, in the former Model C schools, you find that they they employ the services of a teacher who is also a second language mm. speaker. And that second language speaker... Uh, cannot teach Islamic language uh, children. So sometimes you find the teacher is in a, a, a problem or a difficult situation where students can even correct the teacher. So we are moving towards getting qualified uh, first language speakers to Mm. teach our indigenous languages, which I think we will win this battle because the training that takes place, like in the case of my institution, uh, a student cannot do uh, teacher training without having masters two years of the language itself. So you must have the first level and second level uh, uh, language uh, course before you can teach or learn the methodology of teaching that language. So I think it is important that we have properly Mm. qualified teachers who are also first language speakers because you find that in a classroom situation there's a lot of code switching and also code mixing. Sometimes if you are trying to explain a content or a concept you have to use the English and also help students to understand by, quote, switching to the indigenous language so mm. that the, the, the child builds that self-confidence in the subject. Because students fail because they cannot express themselves in a foreign tongue. But I agree in a way with Prof. Janssen that once they are exposed to a second language, they must work hard to master that language. But they cannot win if they don't have the, the solid foundation of their mother
0: tongue. But in a way, are we saying that uh, we, we are ashamed of our languages? Uh, what will it take to develop skill proper skills to teach um, in, 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 in indigenous languages? That it's not about equipping you for the world. You go to France, uh, if you can't speak French, then uh, you can't do business. Why is it that when you come to Africa, we compromise so much?
1: Yeah, that's not right. Uh, I think that, that part of the uh, teaching, teacher training must involve what we call the communicative method of teaching. Mm-hmm. You must teach the students to be able to communicate in that language, which I think teachers are equipped to do that. Because even when we, as second-language speakers of English, uh, learned English, the teachers would thrill us with some of the grammar that were we mm. expected to be correct, and you, you were punished if you, you, you didn't know the difference between was and where. I remember we used to have that uh, exercise where they would say feeling was or were, and we used to memorize it. And without being told when to use was and when to use where. Mm. So, in, in the case of in, in indigenous languages, we need teachers who are properly trained that will uh, uh, transfer the, the, the skills to our peoples.
0: Huh. All right, let's take your calls on 0891-104-207, WhatsApp voice notes on 614 Talking about voice notes, it would be great as we connect to just embracing our home languages that as you leave a voice note or even when you call us, um, begin with introducing yourself in your home language uh, and uh, we'll appreciate that. And SMS is at 40938, charged at 150 and we also on Twitter at SFM Radio. The yeah. Uh, and uh, Facebook, and you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. Uh, your WhatsApp voice notes in your mother tongue, uh, and uh, obviously add a bit of English so that all of us uh, can understand. It doesn't matter uh, what language you speak; just make sure that uh, you take us along with you. Whether it's Kiswahili, uh, whether it's Shona, Portuguese, um, do send us uh, those messages, or perhaps uh, give us a call on 0891 and start in. Introducing yourself with you uh, in your home language as uh, we take your calls right now, Professor. Um, it, it's, it's joining me, Professor Sehau Ungubane, uh, joining me as head of African languages at the University of KwaZulu Natal. And the question we ask is: um, Do we are we embracing our home languages, and if not, why not? And why did it, why, why has it taken us so long to even change the education curriculum uh, to allow people to speak their mother tongue? I've always wanted to ask somebody this, um, Prof, that why is it even called a mother tongue when a child would, we, we, we say that a child belongs to the father um, and hence they take the father's surname. Why is it referred to as mother tongue?
1: Yes, I think I did allude to that when we started this conversation today, the, the child first person that the child sees is a mother. And the father is the owner of the child but it doesn't spend more time with the child most of the time the child will spend the mother because the mother will feed the the, the child and they need to communicate so that is why it's called mother because that's the first point of entry of
0: identity and the unfortunate reality is if that child continues to speak the mother uh, mother's l- language, language. Uh, they will mm. be shunned upon um, especially when i mean i can imagine uh, basutu children uh, who yes. can't speak isiZulu, and the father is uh, a-, a-, a gubani uh, mm. well family mm. would not take kind to that
1: yeah, it means the, 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 both parents should be involved in, in, in the language learning of their children because if the father is Zulu, the father must set an example to speak and use that language. Mm-hmm. And then the mother will continue with the language if it's so too Then that the child will be multilingual will at an early age because... The child will know when I converse with my dad, this is the language that my dad understands, mm. but when I, I, I need to converse with my mom, I use this language already. We are not monolingual as African people. we yeah. are multilingual by nature yeah. like in my case, I can speak more than four languages because of that. so once you are exposed to a second language, it helps you to be multilingual.
0: All right. Let's take sipo of uh, from the Eastern Cape. Usipo agashaba lalumsheng. Good afternoon.
2: Is not
0: is, is, that Swati?
1: is Zulu. It's another way of greeting.
0: It's isangoma <laughs> and it's also on <laughs> I, I, yes. Uh, yes, I know it is uh, in the belly. Um, yes. Babum Sheng, mm. ba, ba. your contribution, Bab.
2: Yes, ma'am. This thing of languages, it, it killed us from an early age because I grew up speaking Soto, Zulu, mm-hmm. and I am Swati. At school, I had to learn English and Afrikaans because I grew up in the Frisian.
0: And and it's now a benefit, I think, um, uh, to you as a human it's being. It's
2: it's confusing, yes, but though. Now, <laughs> but now when it comes to business-wise, I've seen something. It scares me out because I met this other guy. Sipo,
0: Sipo, hold that thought. Hold that thought. That story seems very interesting. And I'd like us uh, to just listen to you more. Uh, but let's take the news headlines with uh, Jolani Trulu.
2: At SFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter
0: all right uh it's a very good afternoon i am an african and we're talking about embracing our home languages and on the line is uh, uh from the eastern cape as he was talking about uh you know being swati um connect knowing sisutu and uh, uh working and a bit of zulu there as well uh it it you're saying that it has benefited you um for your business yes but now
2: uh Get me when I met this old man speaking African
0: so you you were holding for a while and unfortunately now the line is just not uh, um playing game. Let's go to Mongezi in Goodwood, Cape Town. Good afternoon Good afternoon, madam This is oh <coughs> this is Monge. I just want
2: to comment about uh, the reason why they keep English as a language. Mm. In the first place, uh, the the, the people that first occupied South Africa were the Hollanders, that is the Dutch. Mm. And then English came in, and then when they couldn't understand the legal concepts, they changed... Into English law because I mean that 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 law whatever it was it, it should have been fine, but what I'm where where I'm going to is that the reason why they keep uh, English they say it's an international language is this and that and that mm. they are still trying con- to control people colonially, mm. so that the people mm. of South Africa should actually. Belong under English in you know, whatever way. A but lot of who's other... they?
0: Who's they? Who's in power now? <laughs>
2: the, 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 the government, together with the colonizers. So, so the, the,
0: the, the government. Post democracy, <laughs> they yes, still it, 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 working together to colonize.
2: Yes, I mean, in the compromise, the so called compromise of protection of minority.
0: Mm.
2: If, for instance, people could study in English, in, 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 in these areas that the people are allowed now to stay. English, I mean, Corsa will also, Corsa and all other vernacular languages, mm-hmm. will also be spoken in that school. As a result, the people that had, I mean, the, the privilege of being teachers in those schools will be displaced. The, the truth is that actually what what is protected is the people who are actually pumping uh, 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 money into South Africa. That I mean, that, that, that that's the fallacy of the whole thing. Yeah. There's actually no freedom. It, it means that because wherever, when, when you want work to do translation or mm. interpreting, they won't they want employ you as a black. Sure. They'll employ a white person, and then a white person will look around and mm. subcontract the, mm. the, the black mm. people, the Venezuela right. people. So actually the whole thing shows that there's
0: no genuine freedom of black people. They are controlled, all of them. Uh, But uh, is it pushing it when we say, but why are the so-called black people allowing it then? Uh, The the black people
2: allow it. You you saw, I mean, there's there's things like Borsasa and all those things. It shows that these people actually depend on the money that comes Mm. from all these people. I mean, they they blame each other. One is caught by Rupert one is captured by so-and-so mm. at the mm. end of the day it's about the money for these people that say they are ruling tragic all right say let's go to
0: thank you thank you very much let's go to samson in cape town good afternoon
1: afternoon Chris. how are you
0: i'm good is uh, afternoon your home language
1: <laughs> my home language is show hey,
0: so Magadi.
1: Uh, uh, there you, or, you go know, I just called man, because it's very sad that it seems that if South Africans they don't worry much about our the, uh, their languages. Because if I see at the University of Zimbabwe, you go there, there is a Shona degree that you can study, that you can even master and have a PhD in.
0: Mm. You see? Yeah, I hear
1: you. So it, it shows how much they are much and associated with their language because the moment you are not associated with your language you are not associated also to your culture
0: i hear you thank you samson yes. Thank you. Thank right. you very much. Right, uh, on uh, your SMSs, uh, we have Tandeni saying, "San is Crisald. I'm sorry to say that uh, we as Africans, uh, we, lost, we are a lost nation. Uh, we hate being ourselves. Uh, last week, Friday, in a meeting uh, with only one Indian colleague, uh, when we expressed, when I expressed myself in Zulu, I was asked to speak English. That's in And uh, Kay in Bloemfontein saying, I I went to an English school but had an African speaking teacher who taught me Sisotu as a second language and he pronounced words uh, with an African accent. Can you imagine Sisotuka Africans? Sure. All right. Um, And uh, last message, uh, we must strive for one language. Uh, We were uh, divided at the Tower of uh, um, Babel as a punishment to divide. Uh, Why do we hold on to tribalism? Uh, That's from Ruzani Ramatimela saying, Yeah, so uh, way too from here, Prof. It seems like uh, even uh, in in, in the understanding of uh, way forward, uh, we still have different views.
1: Yes, uh, of course, you are right. We still hold different views uh, uh, at this point in uh, our history in South Africa. But what the government has done is to afford these indigenous languages an official status. So it is against the law to use English. At the expense of an indigenous language, mm. there is an act that was passed by a government that is in in two thousand and twelve use of african languages so it, it it is binding by law to use our language because previously during the colonial uh, era, you were not allowed to speak your, your your home language in public places. The home language was only it is at home. You would speak your your language at home, but once you move out of your your home premises, you speak another language. So I think at this point in time, we need to emphasize our language because they are made official and they can be used in any of life. There's no place where you can't use your own language. But what uh, the other gentleman was saying about subcontracting indigenous speakers to do translation, that is because the white men will access the tender, and Mm. yet they are not bilingual. They are only monolingual. So they cannot do these translations. They still need uh, services of a of an indigenous person who can speak both languages. That that is the reason. It's for commercial uh, reasons. But politically, uh, the speakers of indigenous languages have a right. it's It's their linguistic right to speak in their own language. That's it. And they can also express their religion and their culture in their own language. It is entrenched in our constitution. Mm. So we can't blame the government now that the government is doing this because it is
0: legal. To use your own language. That's it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much, uh, Professor. I've, maybe if I can just quickly read this one tweet. Ayanda Konsi saying, "Molweni uh, yase uh, UKZN." <laughs> <laughs> <Intellectual>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even that. I mean, even that. It's it's translating an English word yeah. and and making it Zulu. Intelentele, intellectual. So close. Uh, closely linked, okay, um, and saying my son who's nine uh, at the time he was six he spoke two languages and was learning a third language which is uh, English uh, he was denied access to a prestigious boys school in the Eastern Cape based on his lack of English and again uh, like HED racist selection criteria uh, is used in our education and I guess the conversation continues uh, thank you thank you very much uh, for taking our call was <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, I think what we need to emphasize here is that parents at uh, too must encourage the use of indigenous languages, but we are not saying that uh, children should not learn other languages such as mm. English, but the 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 mother tongue will form basis because wh- when you 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 construct a sentence. You, you you must know your own language and yeah. then you associate it and you link it to a foreign language. And learning a foreign language makes you become multilingual, which is a good thing.
0: Indeed. Thank you, Prof. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, uh, Professor yeah. Sehao Ngubane, Head of African Languages at the University of kwazulu As We are talking about embracing our home languages. And K uh, on Twitter says, I'm of the view that we're generally smarter than uh, monolingual people. Great role. Thank you very much for connecting.